Well, good afternoon to you. This is Alan Seymour, your host here on The Future of Sport at All In Sports Talk. This is episode 18. Today's show essentially focus features around the world of sport business education, but particularly through the lens of students. And I'm delighted today to be able to go back to the University of Worcester, where we recently held a sport business conference. And I've got with me a uh, course leader there in sport business management, uh, Dr. Paul Blakey, senior lecturer there, and one of his students, Sean Pilkington, who is studying sport business management and about to graduate. So if I can begin, Sean, tell us how your journey began, why the University of Worcester and why sport business management? Uh, so originally um, I was studying um, a sports coaching BTEC at college and I had a really good link with the University of Worcester. It was at Starbridge College. Right. So they encouraged me to apply to the HND of sports coaching and it was um, during my HND that we did a sports business module and this kind of allowed me to see the value of sports as a business industry and widen my scope and my views on it and that naturally encouraged me to start researching the area a little bit more and actually drawn an affinity to where options were going to be emerging in the future and I found that really interesting. Um, and the University of Worcester had a brilliant course available and that's when I decided to top up from my HND and do a further two years to get a degree in sports business management. When you've come to the University of Worcester, clearly, Sean, already I can sense uh, the importance in developing the interest that you have in all aspects of sport. And I think that's a, a very common theme that most people who come into sport business or sport management or any aspect of sport courses tend to have an all-round focus on all things to do with sport. So tell us maybe a little bit about some of the modules that you're studying on the sport business management programme at the moment. Well, I think that the whole degree in general, it allowed me to start understanding that how sport's so dynamic and it is a growing industry, but in particular modules such as um, event planning, sponsorship, um, crowdfunding, they allowed me to see sport from like a different perspective and it allowed me to gain knowledge in these specialist areas and in particular for myself, I was really interested in the advertising and marketing and we did strategy in action as well, which was really helpful. Um, and it, I was fortunate enough being at this university. Um, university of Worcester has really good relationships, though whether that be with the Worcester Warriors, the rugby club, um, or um, such guest speakers like yourself, Alan. Um, we had the opportunity to talk to industry experts like yourself and attend events like the Future of Sports Conference. So it allowed us to further enhance our knowledge and kind of put it into into practice essentially. I mean Sean it, it's great obviously and this is very much uh, as all my listeners know most of my shows take this um, uh, kind of focus and, and, and kind of uh, the environment of the conversation is very much uh, to talk the interests and the actions and some of the applications that go with it so I want to just focus a little bit if I may there and maybe after I, I've asked this next question almost to you Sean perhaps I can also direct to Paul as well for a comment here 
you make the comment, I'm so pleased you make this comment, that sport business is about being in the classroom. Yes, we need academic theory and we need underpinning. We need some of the, uh, the kind of uh, application eventually coming from studying, as it were, as, a, as, as it were, a formal student in a, bi- in, in a, a business programme. But importantly, I think in sport outside the classroom is very important too. So tell us, what do you think have been the highlights, perhaps, of some of those considerations, the events, the, uh, the kind of uh, visits to or the guest lectures or the conferences that you talk about there, Sean? Any particular highlights? I think the, um, the Future of Sports Conference was probably one of the biggest highlights for myself. And um, some of my fellow students attended as well, and everyone had great feedback about it. There's um, so many industry experts there from from different areas, I suppose. So we got a brilliant talk in sponsorship um, from a company in London. They were really good. And then yourself, you did a talk. And um, then we looked at Octagon as well. Um, they were brilliant. So we got the the top end we got the professionals and I don't think many universities get that opportunity really um, so to kind of have that knowledge and people speaking to us for, from that sort of level um, really allowed us to relate it to what we'd learned in the classroom. Sean I think that is magnificent and obviously clear and if I can just turn it over flip it to uh, Paul here, Dr Paul Blakey, who runs the course there that Sean uh, is a student on. Paul, tell us a little bit about your thinking, your philosophy almost, on why you think it's so important to put this applied connection and applied content in uh, a sport business management programme. Well, I think it is very similar to uh, the, the thread that you mentioned there, Alan. Um, um, you know, really thinking about the underpinning theory, what is going on uh, that we can critique, that we can we, we can look at from, um, you know, academic sources, but we also do want to apply that to the industry clearly because we have to think about where, you know, students such as Sean's cohort are at the moment, i.e. they've just completed a final year dissertation, a, you know, a, a longer piece of, of, of research that's investigating something very specific. I always talk about the fact that you know, that kind of research is something that they'll be able to take out into industry and be able to talk about in an interview and showcase their own talents and thoughts and ability in terms of being very, very understanding and critical of, of, of something very specific that's a, an ongoing issue currently in the, in the sport industry. And, and that's ultimately where these students want to go and work. So we have to try and be as applied as, as, as possible to try and ensure that we're reflecting and, and, and being critical and understanding what's going on in the industry. And that's why, you know, conferences such as the Future of Sport, other guest speakers that come in and talk to our students are bringing that real-world experience so that they can actually see it themselves, as well as the fact that, you know, students also go out on a placement, so they are engaged with the industry. And many of them are also undertaking part-time jobs and right. voluntary work. And it's just building that mix together so that we can... We, we can turn out, uh, uh, you know, potential, really good potential uh, employees uh, into the sport industry. Uh, Paul, and, and, and really now, this, this is for you, Sean, if, if I can turn this again, moving it along. Um, 
maybe just to put some broad, not some specific, some broad perspective. There will be students listening to this show. There will be students still in sixth form, probably, or their teachers or people in the uh, academia world, even practitioners for that matter, looking at a sport business degree and thinking, yeah, you've got these modules. Yes, you've got some of this, as, uh, as you've both rightly said, the applied application to become uh, good employees in the industry going forward but can you say a little bit more about how the course is assessed uh, I mean broadly speaking do you do assignments do you do exams do you do a mix what are some of the uh, progressions that you've done I'll probably ask a little bit more uh, in the closing part of the interview about something Paul referred to there the piece of specific dissertation type of research on some of the subject area but what are some of the general things you do in an assessment program on the sport business management degree um, so mostly we do um, written assignment pieces um, depending on the module, like some of them allow us to be a lot more creative. So our crowdfunding module, um, we actually got to set up our own crowdfunding. Wow. Um, and that was absolutely brilliant and was really good feedback from every student on that module. Um, and we get given a marking criteria at the beginning that we're allowed to follow and yeah. it sets out what standards should be set to achieve the higher grades. Um, so it gives us that opportunity to, to know... How to, how to hit the high grades. Um, we did have um, one exam in mod, I think, because I came in differently with the Okay, yeah, so okay. Um, I did an exam in the research methods, um, which really helped actually going on towards doing our independent study. It kind of sets you up and uh, sets those standards for what you're going to be doing in your final year. In some of this work, Sean, is it is it necessarily, what are your comments, maybe views, if I can be direct on this, do you do individual projects, individual assignments, or are there some team assignments where you work as a group as well? Yeah, we do have um, a few assignments that allows us to work in partners or groups, okay. and I that's really important actually for the development of us as students, um, especially going into employment in working in a team um it allows us to understand the value of co-creation and working together and being able to produce the best pieces of work you mentioned in in the commentary about the crowdfunding uh module um that you were you know you allowed yourself or you were enabled to to do something very creative you suggested was the future of sport conference which had themes alongside crowdfunding were you able to use some of the uh the content or some of the ideas that you got from that conference particularly um it, i think the crowd was the crowdfunding module before the sports future of sports conference um so we'd already completed the module okay. before that conference um, but it did allow us to put um, the theory we'd learned into, in, into the industry um, and kind of realise how it was put into practice. Um, but we did do an events module as well um, where we looked at different event typologies yeah. um, and experiences and that allowed us to um, <laughs> see... When, you, when you've got this situation with a, a, a kind of module that needs to be progressed, Paul, what kind of 
applications are you looking for from the student when they're involved in doing a written or a team piece of, uh, of, of, of assignment work? What, what are the things that you're looking for most of all, Paul? I think what we're beginning to look for is we're looking for, first and foremost, we're looking for, we're looking for that academic application. Yeah. So there's an understanding of appropriate theory. But as I said previously, we're trying to apply that. So, for example, I know uh, Sean was involved on um, a module entitled uh, Strategy in Action, and that was really looking at some of the strategic documents of uh, some of the governing bodies of sport. So looking at the way that they not only present that information, but what it actually means, uh, what their direction of travel is, where they've taken that information from, and, and, and understanding things such as, you know, the, the pestle analysis and, yeah. and, and, other, and other strategic tools, so that there's, it, they're, they're clear as to how, when working for an organisation such as that, the level and, and, and nature of the documents that are there to guide them, they can understand them even before um, they potentially might take up a role that, uh, that, that would require that. So, so certainly looking at, uh, at the documents that are available out there, looking at, um, um, looking at them through an applied lens uh, and using some underpinning theory to, to try to critique, to analyse, to look at and question whether or not they're you know, created in the right way and what their kind of uh, aims and objectives are. So, so, so that's, that's probably one quite clear yeah. and ex of, of an assessment. Obviously, we are looking for... Uh, students to be critical, to ask questions, and, and, and to be able to ask questions comes from that uh, that broader knowledge and deep knowledge of, of not only what's going on in the industry, but again, drawing on the, the, the underpinnings of that, so that, um, you know, we are turning out people who are questioning, yeah. who, who are able then to, to, to not only you know, bring a whole range of knowledge of the industry together, but to try and understand and synergize that information so that they can make sense of the way that the sport industry operates and how organizations within it think and act. Uh, I think that's, that, that's, that, that's quite crucial to, um, to what we're trying to do. Obviously as well, sorry, Alan, you know, in terms of, um, as Sean was mentioning, you know, uh, relatively few examinations on a, yeah. on a, on a program such a business management program, but, you know, opportunity to write uh, critically from an essay perspective as well as to to write reports, reflective reports, certainly when they've undertaken a work placement, then there's the you know, portfolio of evidence yeah. and within there's good feedback or feedback from uh, the employer uh, and, and, and again that's that's reflected upon. So so a whole range and, and, and I think crucially as well and something that I've seen um, certainly in the last two to three years I think uh, students seem to be a lot more confident. Correct. Confident in their ability to stand up, to present, and to present in a professional manner with, you know, uh, the tools that they have to uh, offer uh, audio visually, and, and 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 that's creative similarly as well. But 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 also then to talk on the spot, to respond to to questions, and and that really all comes down to how well prepared they have uh, they have been, helped obviously by the tutors, but also certainly themselves independently developing their own knowledge so that they can show that knowledge and, and, and so can be credible uh, when they go out uh, subsequently to interview uh, and are there standing in front of a potential employer. Uh, Paul, I couldn't agree with you more. more. And in fact, the, this whole episode today and the fact that you obviously, you, you do it professionally, obviously it's your career path, but Sean coming into it today, demonstrating that 
particular point so credibly, uh, so confidently, so committedly. So congratulations there just on that perspective. Sean, if I can come to you now and just take it a little bit more out of the uh, the kind of maybe specific focus we've tended to be in the first 15 minutes or so of the interview today. Let's talk students. Let's talk the student experience. What is so good, do you think, about the student experience and everything that's going on uh, at the University of Worcester? Maybe tell us a little bit about some of the extracurricular things or some of the things that students can get up to there or are involved in. I think one of the points that came out earlier earlier was I think either yourself or Paul used the word volunteering and you've also mentioned Worcester Warriors so tell us a little bit about your kind of extracurricular activities there. I think um, particularly this university um, it's so open and everyone just feels really comfortable here like the atmosphere just around the university in general is just really calm and you can tell everyone wants to be here and mm. they're enjoying being here. And as I, as I mentioned earlier, the relationships the university has, it does allow us to have these absolutely brilliant volunteer opportunities. Um, I know with um, Worcester Warriors, the rugby club, um, there is a, like, a regular summer kind of fair there yeah. where they do lots like, tournament essentially and as students we're offered the opportunity to go and help it and then that links back then to such modules like our event event planning and, and we're allowed to link our theory back to real life situations you've taught um, sorry go on carry on sorry i started to cut across you to carry on and the worcester awards as well like so we're encouraged to go and volunteer more and get these hours behind us and to then be awarded for this and put the errors in and you will you will see a reward basically and as well with like personally myself and um, I achieved the academic achievement scholarship which is something else that's encouraged by the university to put the time into your studies and try and excel academically and hit those higher grades and you get rewarded for it and I think it's a brilliant opportunity for myself then to go and tell employers or hopefully future employers that that I've achieved this and it shows that my dedication and the time that I can put into it, which has all been encouraged from the university. You know, Sean, it's great that you've highlighted such a thing like that. I'm a massive believer in the extended student Uh, I'm a total believer and that's why I'm doing this and you're collaborating with me on this interview show this afternoon. It's so, so important to put those added values, those extracurricular, those achievements, showcase them, highlight them. Do you use digital at all, uh, Sean? How how much of a digital native are you, if I can phrase it like that? Um, Well, that's probably one of my um, areas that I'm a strong believer in to learn even further I suppose like some modules have have encouraged me to research it further right and um, because I do believe that the digital world is, is just constantly expanding and it's becoming even more important in sport um, as time goes by and I think it's really important as my, for myself especially um, I took it upon myself to try and get additional qualifications on top of my degree to try and try and better myself and put myself in a good career path because um, I do want to go into the digital world whether that be in marketing or the way fans are now actually experiencing sports because it's constantly changing I think it's really important that we understand these changes are happening When you've talked this afternoon on the show I think you 
obviously planning for, preparing for. Have you got a deliberate or a, a, a kind of already pre-planned pathway that you want to pursue once you've graduated? Or maybe what are your broader plans to get started, your first, as it were, steps on the uh, sport business ladder, Sean? Any views on that? So ideally, I, I want to be able to get into an environment where I know I can make an impact and I do have a passion for okay. and that for myself is in the marketing um, and advertising kind of se- sector really um, I, I believe I could make a difference there and um, I think I could genuinely develop a good career there as well so not only do I want to progress and grow alongside the company but I want to be able to progress myself and I want to be able to help others perform um, whether that is other colleagues or or clients for the business I'm I want to be able to help them perform the way that the company has set out to. Can I just slightly pause here? We're sadly going to have to come to a close in the next five minutes or so, but I'm very keen to continue this uh, conversation. And I think it's very, very important, this growing presence, digital, yes, but the growing influence that sport has in people's lives. Paul, in your planning for the future... What extra things do you see uh, emerging? What kind of trends? What kind of new programmes would you be considering either at undergraduate or at postgraduate level for the shards of today and the, and, and the shards of the future? What are your plans in that area for course development, Paul? Yeah, I was having a conversation um, just yesterday with Sean, and I know that she's kind of keen to, to think about a master's programme. Um, Possibly not right now, but but potentially, you know, a little further down the path once she's been out there and got some further experience uh, in in the sport industry, hopefully in in industry more generally, and then can come back and and use that experience to reflect upon and use in um, and, and critique again at that at that higher level. So yeah, we we I mean we've made some changes already to our undergraduate pro sport business management. Um, we've now got a um, a second year module entitled Sports Consumers and, and that really does look um, in more detail at who those consumers are particularly looking at um, those that, who are now digital natives and yeah. are using the digital world and uh, beginning to analyse those those kinds of behaviours so that we can try and understand um, that kind of world a little bit more and how people are using that technology and then certainly from a marketing perspective trying to reach out to them in, in the way that they want to receive information and be communicated with. Similarly, I think um, with our um, developed, redeveloped um, international sport management program, I would, I would argue that you know the, the, that sort of digital approach cuts across several different modules now in the way that... Um, you know the world operates, and the information that it leaves behind that we can capture, that we can we can analyse and, and 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 try and understand. And modules, including sponsorship modules, that uh, analyse uh, digital information um, and can then use it in a in a variety of contexts. One of the main contexts for us being events and how events can better you know present themselves to. To those um, through those digital channels in particular, and um, and, and really bring together and, and harmonise the way that um, all potential consumers in sport can interact with the live environment in particular, and obviously be encouraged towards uh, focusing on, on on live sport when the when game day occurs, as right. uh, 
know, that becomes the epitome of many of our, much of our thinking uh, on a weekly basis uh, in and around our favourite activities. So that's the way that we want to move. That's the way that um, you know people such as myself and colleagues uh, are now beginning to think and implement and, and bring through on on programmes that can certainly assist the development of uh, those skills into uh, in, furthermore into our graduates and, and others who come to study on programmes at, uh, at the University of Worcester and places uh, such as ours. Can I just kind of now, thanks guys, I mean the, the interview has gone really, really well. I'm very pleased to have managed to connect uh, all of the ingredients almost or all of the engagements that are necessary, uh, faculty, tutoring, mentoring, student engagement etc Sean if I can just are there any things in the course or is there anything about student life that without wanting to almost use the sporting metaphor you know throw a very difficult fastball at you or a curveball question are there things that you would perhaps want to change or tweak or some things that you think could add to your experience on the modules on the courses anything particular that you could think of at this moment i think um just kind of agreeing with what paul's just said actually so um understanding these changes in the industry are happening particularly the, the proliferation of the digital media right um, yeah. like it should try and be more implemented through our modules unfortunately for me um that wasn't something that was was as present in certain modules it was but there is actually i've now been told there is a, a new module for next year was consumer consumers in sport yeah sports consumer, which does look at the more digital aspect of that so i think seeing like for example such increase in esports and and the way fans are actually engaging with teams they're following it's only going to keep developing and i think it's really important for students to start understanding the impact this is going to have on the sports industry and in particular sports business management. I mean, Sean, it's fantastic that you've committed, had the, not the courage, because that's almost patronising, but I think it's so important. Students have a voice. I want all students in my career and everything that I do to voice and we sometimes shy away from in a world that we live in today where critical or critic or critiquing things or making objections or comments to is seen sometimes as you know you're not on board or you should you know you should be quiet far from it so i definitely agree that all modules all courses have to change i've been involved in lots of universities and and some of those universities occasionally are not quick enough to grasp the dynamic world of sport and generally the world of obviously teaching and learning so i think it's always great to hear that can i kind of close with a couple of other things sean just tell us a little bit maybe about uh, everyone on a sport business course tends to have their favorite practice in sport are you are you involved in in, in sport practice yourself sean's favorite sport um, yeah, so I particularly follow football. Right. Uh, been playing for many years, and I, I just think it has so many opportunities, especially this this course has actually allowed me to see football from a business perspective as well. Whereas before it was just a game and a hobby for myself, and now I can see the opportunities it does bring, whether that in sponsorship or um, sort of agencies as well, so sports agencies. But there's so many careers out there that actually you're not really aware of until you do courses like this that allow you to see the different different areas you can go into I, I, again you know uh 
women's sports, women's football. I, I have lots of synergies there, as Paul obviously knows, uh, and, and I, I always welcome, uh, and I'm always very, very encouraged and excited when I, when, when I hear somebody who's playing a sport related as well to the business opportunities. I'm going to close the interview now formally uh sean can i thank you enormously pass on my great regards to all the university of worcester sports business students sports students the general student body at the university of worcester it's a fantastic university i've had great experiences there over the last 12 months we're coming back in november We'll give a chance really now, I think, to give a shout out to November the 13th when we'll be hosting Future of Sport Global Business Education Festival, really, to celebrate all that's good in student sport. We'll be bringing some international students as well as some UK students. The international students will be coming as our guests from the University of South Florida. And I know we're working hard with the University of Worcester at the moment, and particularly Paul, uh, on kind of putting the logistics and the agendas and the itineraries for that. Paul, is there any kind of final uh, maybe summation or, or comments that you'd like to make before we sign off this interview today? Yeah, I think it was another part of the conversation I was having with Sean, and that was around, um, we've spoken previously about you know where to go next and, and, and how to enter into the, the sport industry and um, you know not always not all students find that easy to do particularly when they've got a you know a, a kind of um, a, a, a desire in particular to, to work in a particular area of, of the industry and, and I just think that um, thinking about internships is, is, is a really nice way of, of, of helping students such as Sean and others um, develop into the industry to get a flavour of and to see whether or not you know, they, they have achieved the right skill set. Um, I, th- I think if if, if 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 you're in Worcester, for example, um, there are some good opportunities locally. I think if you're in other parts of the country, similarly as well, um, London seems to be the place that, that, that has most of those opportunities. And I, I kind of just wanted to highlight the fact that if we could offer paid internships, I think therefore... Um, students who need to travel, who need to stay, who need to, to, to move around the country would be able to then, uh, that would facilitate the, the, their, their activity and, and you know, excellent students would, 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 would flow into many of the best organisations that are out there in sport and uh, I think that's just a positive, just to try and ease the, the next stage for, for graduating students to, to get into the industry and be, be successful and be helpful and to, to move the industry forwards. I'm going to echo everything that Paul says. In, in fact, I'm going to put a, an, another, not caveat to that, I'm going to put a positive, um, um, I've used the word spin, but my PR colleagues might criticise me for that. But I want to put a very positive uh, shout out to anybody out there, practitioners, brands, organisations, uh, maybe particularly agencies right across the spectrum use sport as a vehicle clearly but if you want to get the best of the future generations of marketers of business leaders managers then offer them good opportunities for paid internships and for real work experience and one of the things that will be so noticeable when the students from America come over from the University of South Florida in November and we're going to share some workshops on their experiences, it's standard there. It's seen for everything that's good. 
and I couldn't heartily more recommend that that should be something that comes out of this. So guys, Paul Blakey, uh, Senior Lecturer from the University of Worcester, Sean Pilkington, University Sport Business graduate to be, I thank you both enormously today. Paul, is there a number or a, a, an email or a connection you can make for any student, aspiring students who want to join you on all of your great courses there that you can give out just to close off today's interviews? I think it's probably direct to me, Alan. Um, email is always best, just in case I'm, uh, I'm not at my desk, but it's um, um, p.blakey, and my surname is spelt B-L-A-K-E-Y, so that's p.blakey at WORC.AC.UK. Paul Blakey, University of Worcester, Sean Pilkington, student at the University of Worcester. Many thanks. Have a great sporting weekend, both of you, and thanks for your interview time today.